Okay, that was a little bit of a mess with the theme song, but I think I got it figured out. It's Monday. You know, you got to give yourself a break on Monday. Um, welcome aboard. It's uh, it's Monday. It's episode 352, Motivational Monday. Belinda and I are going to be off for a little vacation uh, the rest of the week till Friday, but uh, I've got this for you right now. Right now. Right here. Right now. Here we go. This is it. I'm, I'm just about to start talking. I am. Ho, ho, ho. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. How are you today? I'm just uh, adjusting the camera a little bit to see if I can see if I can make something better than what things usually are. Uh, anyway, here we are. It's Monday. Greetings. I'm just waiting to be able to see who's here on the other thing, but I can see that I'm here on this thing. So uh, welcome aboard, everyone. Motivational Monday, Monday, another week, a short or a weird week. Not a short week. We're still going to do all the same days. Uh, we're going to double Friday it. Um, but uh, we've got our show today. Uh, Belinda will be here. Uh, and then we're going to be down surfing Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and then back here on Friday for the Friday show. So we just got a Monday and a Friday show today, this week, which uh, is different than usual but it's because we're going to be having some fun and uh, all that i just i can't believe that the alert hasn't come on to be able to see what everybody else is doing i don't, oh god now something is happening weird that's that's the case anyway happy happy monday if that's a thing man what 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 a week it has been uh if you have if if you live in the united states and you're on earth uh, what a week it's been, because uh, we had the debate. Oh, yes, here we go. Um, Rachel, happy Motivational Monday. Betsy, pick. Pickle, pick. How are you? Pants are dead to keys. That's good, and you've got your job, so that's nice. Darlene, you're listening from Tampa. Sweet. Greetings to Florida. Just checking the numbers in Florida. Hello, Keith, also from Florida. Julie, welcome aboard. Jen, 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 you're in there twice. So nice. You did it twice. Clinton, welcome aboard. Good grief. Uh, good grief. I'm with you, Jen. Uh, and Carol, hello in Cleveland. Yeah, well, we had we had, we had the presidential debate, oh, uh, which we already spoke about. And then uh, now the president, now the president's in uh, Walter Reed Hospital, or maybe he's home now. I haven't really been following him today. I've been I've been a little busy. My friend uh, Manny came over, and he gave me this, or he loaned me his bike. I've been talking about getting a bike, and he had a had a nice bike. It's a little smaller frame than what I thought I needed, and I've been riding it around. It's a bit getting used to without the old uh, electric motor. Uh, Rich, welcome aboard, Scott. Greetings in Minnesota, and uh, Bob checking in. Good to see you. So I went for a little bike ride on a non-motorized, uh, non-electric, non-electric bike, which is rare for me. And uh, it was fun. There's a little bit of an aggressive lean over. My hands are a little bit sore, but I'm motivated to do some Monday. I thought I would share with you um, before we get into the motivation. Well, I guess we can talk about the motivation. And then when Belinda gets here, we can talk or maybe do that first. <coughs> I wanted to talk today motivating. I don't know if this is motivating, but just dealing with, dealing with the world nowadays. Man, forget about politics. But of course politics. But forget about politics. Just walking around nowadays, it's so easy to wind up either angry yourself, 
because why isn't that guy wearing a mask? Or possibly some of you are like, why is that guy wearing a mask all the time? Why is he not wearing a mask? Why is he wearing a mask? How, my thing that may, is getting to me lately is those uh, the N95 with the ba- with the valves. Um, those things don't filter, right? You blow straight out the valve. So I see people with the valve, and I want to say to them, hey, do you know you're blowing Varinus all over the place with that valve? You're not, you're not fooling me. You're not fooling me. You're trying to kill me, aren't you? That's what I want to say, but I don't say that. I just step away from those guys. Anyway, my point is, it's just so... <laughs> Bob says the president's already golfing. Jen says the Eagles won. Browns have won three. Oh, man. So maybe you guys are not angry. Maybe you guys are happy. But uh, I just feel like everybody is so mad. And if you say anything to anybody that, that's at all questioning what what they're doing, or like, hey, did you know that that mask isn't really as good of a filter as you think? Or, um, excuse me, am I allowed to stand here while I'm waiting for that? Or, or, or people are, we're waiting to go into the farmer's market, and they've got a used to be you just walk in they got three ways to get in there and you walk around you buy your produce we we start so there's two ways to get in we're walking in this way which turns out is the wrong way you're supposed to go over here and we were almost going in the exit and the lady's hey wait 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 you got to come in this way she's so mad about it. then we get over there and we got to stand there for a safety briefing about the farmer's market when you when you go in there there's two kind of signs there's these signs which is do not touch the produce they will get the produce for you they're not comfortable with you touching the produce so don't touch it and then there's this sign which says they're okay to touch the produce you got to go in from this end and you come out from that end do not violate keep your mask on at all times there is no eating in the farmers market very kind of angry and bossy and it was like oh my god i mean when she first said no don't come in that way come in this way we're like oh my god I, that was what i did I, I always go to funny if i can i'm like oh my god we almost went into the farmer's market the wrong way can you believe it um so you try and turn it into a little bit of a joke what did you say keys iowa state cyclones beat Oklahoma in Ames. First time in 60 years. Yeah, well, that's pretty exciting. I remember when we would play Oklahoma and Nebraska when I was at Iowa State, and it would always be just like a gladiatorial contest. Um, <laughs> oh, Jen, you missed, you missed uh, Trump calling Varinus Kung Flu. He's, been, he's done that a few times. And I have to say that sometimes... I, look, he's not my favorite president, but when he says Kung Flu, it's like, okay. I don't know if you got writers where he came up with it. That was a while ago that he first said that. And it just, I couldn't help it, but it was like, okay, that one made me laugh a little bit. But I get it. It's pretty terrible. Oh, yeah, Laura, don't get me started on folks who have their nose sticking out of their mask. Um, Oh, Keith, you got a mask with a valve, but it has two extra filters over it. See, that's the thing. So you can't get mad at the guy who's got the valve because you think he's blowing Varinus out. He's double filtering his Varinus. That valve is a Varinus trap. <laughs> so God forbid you say something to him. But everyone's on edge, Scott. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying, Scott Smith. Everyone is on edge. I think it's the Trump effect. His belligerence is contagious. Well, that, that may be. Um, I think there's... It's it's proven these politicians in years past um, have uh, try they try and make you afraid or they try and make you angry at something and when you're afraid or when you're angry you're easily manipulated 
you 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 can be uh, compelled to do things. You're so mad, you got to go out and do this. I'm so mad, I'm going to boss this mask guy around, or I'm going to get in an argument with this person, or I've decided to join some kind of uh, organization on one side or the other where we go out and we straighten people out. And uh, you're being manipulated. In martial arts, not that I'm an expert in martial arts, but I do know if you get angry or if you get afraid and you panic, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to be as efficient and as good at what you're trying to do if you're angry or if you're fearful. And so if you find yourself angry or afraid, take a minute and try and get on top of that and calm down because you're not making your best choices and you're not as efficient as you should be. And there's a, and there's people out there who have a stake in making you angry and afraid to get you to do what they want you to do. And in a sense, if you're angry or you're afraid, they've already done it. You're in control of yourself. You're in control of yourself, not someone else. And so if someone else does something and that makes you angry, then they're in control of you. They've taken control of you and they've made you angry. And now who knows what else they can get you to do. A lot of times they're not trying to make you angry at them. They're trying to make you angry at someone else who they want you to go and engage with and get angry. So I, I just feel like the real challenge for all of us right now, because we're all on edge and, and why wouldn't we be on edge? I mean, there's so much uncertainty and there's so much outrageous behavior out there that legitimately can make you angry. So I'm not saying that this behavior is not outrageous. I'm not saying that people aren't doing things that make you angry, or I'm not saying that there's not things going on that might make you afraid. There's economic stress that we're all under. There's, uh, there's, there's the varinus, <laughs> the varinus, which is coming for your sinus. Um, so there's all kinds of reasons to be legitimately worried, afraid, anxious, angry. But uh, the challenge, I think, um, is, uh, oh, God, I don't know whose aunt passed away, but uh, Jen, oh, Carol's aunt, Carol's aunt, yeah, I, I, we did know that. Carol, I'm very sorry about your aunt passing away from this also. Um, <laughs> Laura says, good news, the fancy cupcake place at the end of my block has creme brulee and carrot cake flavors today, so that helps. You're damn right it does. If you, You're kidding me? If I could have a creme brulee cupcake, I mean a carrot cake cupcake I've had before, I can't, I'm just trying to imagine a creme brulee cupcake and that makes me happy. Panna cotta, that's the flavor of ice cream I was trying to think of last week. <laughs> a panna cotta cupcake, oh my jeezy, how happy would that make me? Anyway, what I'm saying is our challenge is, um, is to be out there in that angry world David, like you say, it is an angry world, and being at home is not a bad idea. And sometimes you got to go to the little tiny home inside your head. When you're out there, you're feeling angry, you're already being controlled by someone else. And so you need to take control of yourself, take your anger down, and engage rationally with the world. If you watch, now, <laughs> Dick Cheney is no hero of mine, but uh, Dick Cheney is a very gifted martial artist when it comes to arguing. If you ever watched him, so many people were so angry at Dick Cheney, but if you ever watched him in conversation or debate with people, they would lose their shizzy and he 
would always stay calm and keep pushing his point forward. And so that's that's what I want uh, to myself to focus on, and that's what I wanted to talk about today on Motivational Monday, is to stay calm, stay calm, try and feel your anger, of course, and it's legitimate to be angry and feel your fear. It's legitimate to be afraid of things, but get get calm. Go to your go to your indoor safe space in your mind and try and act rationally to keep moving forward and advance the cause or the point that you have and realize that as an angry and and afraid as you are the people who might be making you angry and afraid might also be angry and afraid and it costs you literally zero to listen sometimes and let them get out and sometimes i find that uh, if people are really angry and you're calm with them and you keep asking them questions and you let them express what they're afraid about i mean not not like don't abuse me but can you just kind of tell me what it is that's making you so mad and what's making you so afraid and what's making you so upset and once they get that all out they cool out and sometimes you can get someplace with them where you can find some common ground or or you can at least be like well we chilled that out and now i can go on my way sometimes of course you just have to say no thank you i already got enough anger in my life today so i'll see you later but believe me that's a, that the the more calm you can say that the harder hitting it's going to be it's hard to understand that sometimes for me because i've been angry before and and i know this from the reverse side if you can stay calm and let the other person be an angry raging nut job a lot of times once they've vented it all out they have some regrets about it and they apologize to you because they can see how one-sided it was and uh, how unfair what it was they were doing to you. Because I, I think most people, not all people, but I think most people want to believe they're decent and they want to believe that they're fair. And sometimes they get angry because they, they're, they're afraid that you're going to come over the top of them. And once they vent and go ape shit on you, um, and you and you respond just kind of rationally and coolly, they apologize and they come down a notch. Now that that isn't always the case, but, uh, but trust me, before you unload and vent on someone, you might think about that because I think we're we're all certainly people. The people who are watching this um, are people who are um, who are trying to be decent, and uh, and so I know that if I start yelling at somebody, um, I, I I regret that. Um, Josh did not did not a lot of lack of a unified comprehensive national policy is what has led to the politicization of mass and safety things which should be not politicized but now are which other countries don't have to contend with at this level yeah that's right Josh we're we're in a kind of a, a strange space right now um, and hopefully we're going to get a little bit better leadership out of this election I mean I I think that that the results in the aftermath of that uh, the presidential debate when I think the president was very bullying towards Joe Biden, and Joe Biden really did his best to stay calm. And I feel like at the end, that when you, the results and when you look at the poll, is even though he seemed like he was getting run over a bit, after at the end of everything, people sympathized more with him and agreed more with him than the president. And yes, Jen, I do think we need to get create a ribbon for Ramon. I don't know. 
Uh, maybe, Jen, you could figure out what his address is and email me, or we could put it in the uh, in the chat group. If, if you guys are watching this and you want to be part of the Facebook group that that's for the show, um, you can request to get in. I'll let some new people in today, and uh, it's, everybody's welcome. Um, but, Jen, if you, if, you, uh, if you maybe can find Ramon's address, maybe we can all mail him some soup or cupcakes. Lady Jerry, you're here. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Hi, everybody. Welcome aboard. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Yes, well, welcome. Well, and Scott, I'd just like to give you this this mm -hmm. uh, this is feedback on what I've done so far. Scott Smith says he totally agrees that was the best free therapy session I've had. Well, Scott, oh, well, I don't know how many free therapy sessions you... It's not. It's hard to get it for free nowadays, so yeah, I'm well very grateful. Well done, Jerry. I'm very, very grateful. Well done. Um, that you've... Um, Jen says her, or uh, Carol says her daughter has a way of diffusing incidents as I do. Um, don't know where she gets it from. <laughs> I go off like dynamite. Well, <laughs> you try dynamite a few times, Carol, and then you realize there might be a better solution. Um, no, Carol seems committed to the dynamite. Um, She's doing it. <laughs> if I want to reduce stress, Keith says I should take Mr. Predicto to an open field and smash it. Well, I don't think that's the case. Uh, as a matter of fact, Keys, um, I'm going to ask Mr. Predicto. Mr. Predicto, do you feel a little less stressed out now after the beginning of the show than you were earlier? Tap Mr. Predicto, are you less Tap stressed it. out? I hope this goes my way. You can rely on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wow. Predicto. That's kind of good because Mr. Predicto. He backed me the F. Oh. Yeah, he <laughs> did. He's just been into the one, you know, the monosyllabic yes-no answers, which I don't find as exciting as when he actually puts a sentence together. That's what I like. I like a whole sentence. Man. Um, um, there's a lot of people giving their, uh, um, what they think being pissed off is angry. Yeah, well, we're super condol angry. condolences to Carol for the loss of her aunt. Oh. Uma's got some dog fart problems. And Julie, I might uh, let everybody know, Julie, just in case they don't, that Julie is a veterinarian. So when she says <laughs> to yeah. ask your vet, um, she is a vet. Um, anyway. Jen's been uh, diffusing by watching the Great British Baking Show. Now, so many people think that that is, have told us that that's great. I don't know. Maybe we should start watching <laughs> well, that. Well, I've watched Jerry. it, yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. that it's my thing. I mean, I like British TV. You know, I always say I'm not an Anglophile, but I sort of am, I suppose. No, sorry, um, I'm just trying to get the camera. But I, yeah, what do you. Around. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to make the shot a little bigger there. Yeah, you've got circles. Mm. We're in our circles. Um, Flavia says, stay in calm. Key. She learned that in Aikido. I think I'm, I'm a little... <laughs> uh, okay, well... Okay. All right. Well, there's some good... <laughs> strange, Don, strange space, the area between Trump's ears. Yeah, you got that right, I think. But let's let's focus on the space between Ramon's our own ears. Ramon's last name can. in the... Um, what do you call it? In the comments? Is it there? I think yeah. If you go into okay. he's in the he's in the face group group, so you can go to his profile and you. I think you can find out his last name in there. Oh, um, there it Jen. is, Dominguez. Yeah, Dominguez. That's what okay. my guess was going to be. Um, so someone said it's time. Now we've had the therapy session. I'm here now. It's time for some funny. That was rich. 
Yep, Rich. Okay. I've got some. Well, I've got some. Pla- Here's okay. So, what books are you reading right now, Lady oh, Jerry? Oh my God, I'm reading this woman. I have to say, I really love her, and I would highly recommend her. So, her name is Jenny Ophel, O F F I L L. You could call her Offal, but I call Ophel. Ophel, yeah. And she wrote this really great one called The Department of Speculation, which is about a husband and wife, and there's an infidelity, and it's, and it's you know they call their marriage the Department of Speculation. But oh. right now, I'm reading one. What do we call our marriage <laughs> um what do we call it <laughs> shangri-la <laughs> i was going to call it jerryville um jerrytown yeah jerrytown so and Won't now you take reading, me to yeah jerrytown yeah so yeah. yeah we're gonna have fun on our holiday jake is already on the holiday he's already you know like kind of wanting to you know I'm busy doing stuff to get ready to go, and Jake wants to get romantic and have a kiss, and I'm like, fuck, oh. can't you see? I'm, su- I'm putting shit in the bag. I've got this as the, you know, the... Can't you see? I'm putting shit in the bag. <laughs> well, no, it's just the thing is... You, God you, forbid you take time I, out from that important <laughs> job. I know, but what you don't understand is, is that I'm a one-track pony. It's like I'm on... You know, I'm on the, I know what I'm doing, and if there are too many other things get in the oh. way, I'm going to get derailed and off what I'm doing, and shit could go, you know, south super fast. I've got to keep doing, you know, my list of tasks, and I'm, I yeah. feel like I'm doing really well. I'm about to write a codicil to our will. Great. That's going to happen. I mean, I'm... Our will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're going out in a blaze of glory, <laughs> like Bonnie and Clyde at Thelma the same and Louise. Time. No, we're not. We're definitely not. But, you know... Anyway, no, and the kid, you're, you're the gonna, kid your, your the brain kid is going to fail wait. you, and right as it's about to go haywire, you're going to give me a signal. I'm going to smother you with a pillow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's when that's the yeah, idea. that's if you know I start you know so, heading mentally south. So you're reading a book by oh, so we're reading another one, awful Jennifer, Jennifer Ophel, and I'm reading the second one called Weather, and it's about climate change, and it's, she is so good because she does she writes in tiny succinct little paragraphs or sentences it's that very sort of you know pomo postmodern writing uh but she's just great and she had there was one you know in italics you know first they came for the coral but i'm not coral um Mm. but at the same time she's got a drug addict brother who um meets a beautiful woman is you know is clean and sober gets married has a baby and then goes out and does drugs again so he's off the rails and but there's just all these sort of great and that's a sort of a great parallel of you know the you know the you know the the not being on track the trying to be on track but i but it's funny so it's it's uh uh you know difficult but fantastic so those those are the two books i'm reading and i just finished reading mick heron the last in the slow mm. house series s l o u g h and if you like british humor it's a spy series that is Fa'ani, and there are six books, and there are going to be seven. And I have laughed. Slow, slow horses is the first one, right? Yeah, slow horses. Yeah, where they quite good. Yeah, the disgraced MI5. Yeah. So I'm just going to answer Clinton's question, which I did say at the beginning of the show, but I'll say again now. Um, We've got today's show, and then Friday this week. We're not going to be on for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because we're taking off for our vacation. So the books that I'm reading, thank you for asking, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I just was looking because Bob describes his marriage as a department of tribulation. Mm. Mm. Okay. um, Yeah. What are you reading, Uh, Lord Jerry? Could you please tell me what you are reading? I would love to. Well, I just finished. What's his name? Uh, the guy. Oh, yeah, God. I don't know because I oh wasn't reading it. Oh my God, and it. I wasn't ready for I, this one. Yeah, hello. Um, uh, fellow, uh, fellow uh, Iowan, 
lives in Britain. Uh, your mom yeah. really loves him. Yeah. He wrote that Bill. great book of Bill Bryson. Yeah. I just finished Bill Bryson's uh, biography of Shakespeare, <coughs> which I enjoyed. It's amazing how little we know about Shakespeare. And that was sort of a funny thing about the uh, biography. And then I also, now I'm reading this book by a Chinese author called The Three-Body Problem, which is about to be a Netflix series, and it's sci-fi. I'm listening to the audiobook of that, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, the Three-Body pro Problem. And I'm about to start this book, because I'm reading a book about science fiction and going to space. I'm about to read this book by Michael Collins, the astronaut, uh, when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon, Michael Collins was in the ship going around the Earth, and I'm really enjoying that visual of this book going around my head on the screen. Um, so it's called Carrying the Fire, An Astronaut's Journey, and uh, it's by Michael Collins. This is his book about his uh, time as an astronaut, um, and it's, it's an older book, but I found it used on Amazon. It's got a foreword by, did you see? Not William Shatner. Who wrote the foreword to Michael Collins carrying the fire? He's the he's the astronaut, one of the three that Buzz. went to the moon. The person who wrote the foreword is Charles Lindbergh. Oh, the one who you always forget. Is it, is it the three of them? Was he was he with no, Buzz and Charles? And no, Neil Michael Collins is the one you always forget. Oh, Charles Lindbergh is the first person to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean yes, in an I thought, airplane. Yeah, Lindbergh sounded a bit older when you were talking about flying and, uh, feats. For a kiss after the show, do you know the name <laughs> of his airplane? Oh, it's not Kitty something, Kitty Hawk. <laughs> no, it's the Spirit of St. Louis. But thank okay. you for trying. Who flew Kitty Hawk then? The Wright Brothers. Oh, yes, yeah, some of the fellas who were up in a plane yeah, flying plane around. Wasn't called oh. Kitty Hawk. The beach in North Carolina where they, they took off was called. Yes, and oh. the reason that they oh. went there was because it was consistent wind, and so they needed a place to test their plane where they could count Thank on the wind. God, you're here because my early mm. knowledge of um, you know flying feats uh. is pretty limited. Um, <laughs> Flavia. Oh, no, um, Josh, I'm not familiar with the recently dubbed genre cli-fi science fiction that deals with climate change. Mm. Um, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that well, sounds like it could be really intense. Okay, Rachel's been checking in with Ramon, and she's going to check back in with him today and let us know how he is. Yeah, I've been messaging him mm. on Facebook Messenger, but not for a week uh, or so. Um Lavia says, stay calm. I don't think we can win. I don't think he can win. Oh, you don't think Trump can win? Yeah, well, I think... I thought it was we'll stunt see. COVID initially, Let's and especially <clears throat> when he went out for his little drive around on Sunday in his hermetically oh sealed well, and SUV I with two Secret Service That's guys. Thing. Those guys could get, could get COVID. Yeah, they and said what they did was to, as dangerous mm. as what as a healthcare worker taking out a tube of an intubated person with COVID, because, you know, as far as infection goes, because you're in this hermetically sealed SUV. I mean, what a D-O-U-C-H. Darren says, imagine the discipline and, and necessity to keep your ego down when you're just circling the moon and I you're know. just the ride home. Well, you're, you're not just the ride home. Believe mm. me, those two guys who are down on the moon are <laughs> thinking about you. They love you long time when they're down on the moon and they're, you're their ride home. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's only to people who haven't really um, given it a ton of thought. I mean... Who's the person who's farthest from home and most alone? It's Michael Collins in that ship. When he's on the moon, or when he's in that ship circling the moon, and his two buddies are on the surface of the moon. 
And they've That's got, lonely. And they, they, they had they super can limited talk, they can time, talk to each right? Other. They had that really like a small amount of time that they had to be on the moon to get back to him yeah, and I'm then for sure them to, to get back to I'm not to sure Earth. it's 24, 48 hours anyway. I'll read it. Um, Scott's uh, reading uh, It Can't Happen Here by Sinclair Lewis, 1935, about the rise of fascist president. Mm. Yeah, it was fiction. Back. Oh, there's supposed to be a great show. I think it's on, is it on HBO? About when Charles Lindbergh, uh, Charles Lindbergh, Lindbergh. Becomes, becomes president. It's the same Charles Lindbergh. Yes, no, I'm getting, um, I'm, I made yeah. the, con- did you see, that was me making a connection. Charles Lindbergh. Mm. If you yeah. just say it loudly, oops, you shake the shit around on your husband's desk. Yeah. Emphatically. <laughs> Um, oh, I was so, I was segueing back. I was doing a callback. Speaking of outer space, I got this uh, this uh, mail from Direct TV. They're they've got satellites that are blasting the cable TV. That's not cable TV. It's they're satellite blasting TV. TV right down from the satellite. I had one of those dishes. We don't need any more satellites in the sky. There's already enough space junk and detra- I mean, oh, leave did the you poor re- atmosphere and you know. Well, they're what not putting it? up more satellites for direct TV. It's already up there. But do, right, I don't but know the Russians about, and Chinese are putting up more satellites if, whenever they can. I don't know if you're reading about the amount of deb- debris that's already yes. up there and the danger of if that... Hits you when you're up there. Not if it hits you. All these satellites could be taken out of orbit and the catastrophe that would cause uh, in our communication, a global communication and eco- economic disaster. Yeah, we I just mean, really have a hard time reining ourselves in. If you want yeah. to worry about another thing. Oh, well, I'm not going to worry about one more thing. But I love how the thing is when you're up on the spaceship and if you're fixing something on your spaceship, you have to go to the leeward side so you don't get hit by any of the space junk because it, it comes through and bonks your ship. You've got to be on the, you know, the the hidey side. You've got to be that. <laughs> the hidey side. Yeah, the hiding side. The downwind, but yeah, so downwind to speak. Of the, yeah, downwind, but with a nice big piece of metal in front of it. Well, um, um, I, I agree with you. Um, was it Rich who said it? Richard Tudor? Yeah, he's faking it. I think he's a big fat faker too. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Jen, you're absolutely right. I would not want to get hit by something going over fourteen thousand miles an hour either. They say that you could be, you know, it's going to go right through you. Obviously, and something the size of a BB, smaller than a BB, could take you out. Oh, time for a temp? Time taking, for a temperature And then check. we'll do we'll a, see if a, a relationship. Oh, Jerry. What? 99.5. Oh, yeah, but we've worked out that it's not, that's not well, even I'm a temperature. 97.3. I just, maybe it was my fringe. I had my fringe oh, 98.9. over. 98.9. Yeah, yeah, your fringe was hot. Yeah, hot hair, man. Hot hair. I didn't light it on fire. Mm. I'm not going to light it on fire. Here's Josh weighing in. The Plot Against America produced... Based on Philip Roth novel produced by the Wire creator David Simon, I think that's the title of the um, Charles Lindbergh show. Mm. But uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, space junk that is not helping my fear anger diffusion. Yeah, no, I get it, Scott. So let's get off the space junk. Um, uh, yes, geosynchronous orbits. Don, it's, uh, they all go in the same direction. But that's how, if you were going to cause a global catastrophe, you would send it in asynchronous um, or uh, the wrong way around. You, if, they, if they just blast a big bag of sand up going in reverse geosynchronous orbit, it takes everything out 
for generations, and it's terrible. But don't worry about that. We could all be hit by a meteor the size that uh, killed the dinosaurs, and we'd all be vaporized in less than in less than an hour. Oh, happy um, days, so, Jerry. Happy so, yeah. days. Hey, Jen, good luck with that one wrong date on your resume. If they hold you up for that, then that's really finickety and ridiculous, and you don't want to work for them anyway. But fingers, You're all my fingers crossed. You're waiting for compliance to determine yeah. if they're going to hire you because, because you got some one dates date wrong. wrong. Well, I'm, Jen, I think... Who knows what kind of crazy... See, you see these big, rich hotshots can get their tax forms completely wrong. And uh, and all they do is go, oh, the accountants made a mistake. So just blame it on... Tell them your daughter typed it up for you, and she made a little bit of a mistake. And she's seven. She's, she's only seven years old. It, she's seven, and she's a it useless might, typist. In fact, you're going you're gonna to fire her on, on the basis of you know, what she did with your resume. Yeah. But she's very advanced for her age. Yeah. Hey, um, what, where's the marriage at, do you think, out of a ten? You usually like to ask me this, but I'm going to get in first and ask you. Well, I think the marriage is doing pretty good, and I think it bodes well for our adventure that we're about to go on, our I know. surf adventure. I'm Except very excited you're a little, to be... You're a, little, you're a little perturbed that we have to get up at six o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm not going to make you get up at 5.30 or anything. I really didn't say ridiculous. I was perturbed at that. Oh, you made a little bit of a noise like, oh. Well, I'm not crazy about it. I, I admit yeah. that. But, yeah. uh, but you'll I'm not do perturbed it. by it. No, yeah. I can do it. Yeah, we, more time for more fun. Pix- Lindbergh Pix- was a fascist. Oh, well, God. I think... Uh, uh, you might have been a racist to pick. Uh, I think that's the whole point of the book. But, yeah, and, uh, it also, the, and the TV show. I mean, it really went with the territory then. All those guys, I mean, you know, this turn of the, you know, the last century, you know, they were all, all into eugenics and, you know, they wanted to, you know, they had the first conference on eugenics on American soil and they invited the Germans to come to it because they thought the Germans will like it and they did the opening address in English and then they repeated it in German and then the Germans who were invited yes they did like it and they took it home and they told Hitler all about eugenics so there were a lot of rich white guys in in America Man. who really wanted to do some sp- oh that's not very happy or funny <laughs> yeah no, I was trying, <laughs> oh, sorry, trying guys. to talk about yeah. so let's all go to our happy place until yeah. we see until we meet again Meanwhile, it's time for our Seize the Day. Are you Mm. ready? Yeah, ready for it. Rachel E. Goodrich. Today is a brand new day, a perfectly good reason to get up and start over. Never give up. Oh, never give up. Where have I heard that before? Never give up. Professor Hanato at at Street Sports Jiu-Jitsu says it all the time, but... uh, Mm. Never give up is a pretty good one, but uh, some sometimes change your mind and do something else is also okay. But yeah, never give up. Just start over tomorrow. Um, go to your safe, happy place. Let's all take care of ourselves, take care of each other. Try and have a fun time this week. I know you're probably going to have a better time than we are. I doubt that. That was some bullshit. Yeah, um, what a BS ending. Man, <laughs> you gave them a great therapy, free therapy session. And then I and then told you a lie. Yeah, and you then, just give yeah. them a lot of sweet talk and then tell them a big lie at the end. Yeah, no, um, no, You're probably not, not going to have as much fun as Bel- Belinda and I, but... Uh, oh, they might be. He's going to have his <laughs> pants off and he'll be doing some sort of yeah. crazy dance for Uma, the dance of the seven pants, forget the, the seven males. Dance of the, se- dance of the know, seven yeah. soups. <laughs> well, that would be Uma. Uma's she would do that. Yeah, she's making yeah. soup, and then I'd like to see that Jen's dance for the uh, hot, spi- big, hot, spicy balls. That's going to be a good one. Um, um, Julius, thanks for the happy anniversary. That's not until yeah. October twelfth, so we'll see. You yeah, yeah, again before we then. are going to be celebrating that with you fellas. Is that is that on the week? Is it on a Monday? I think it's on Columbus Day. 
That's the weekend we got that's married. When we got married, the Columbus Day, Columbus, Columbus Day uh, which yes. I don't even think we celebrate anymore. Anyway, uh, no, he's he's out. That guy. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Love you all. Have a great week. See you on Friday for the happy half hour. Don't do your ridiculous kiss off thing. Yeah, I'm not going to blow a kiss today. I, I did one. I did a proper one. We're going to have a we're going to have a kiss them? blowing workshop. Yeah, could I just so I can watch it? <laughs> Yeah, nice. Yeah, and you really have to blow it because if nice. you just go like that, that's 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 half-hearted. You've got to <laughs> blow like you mean it, right? I don't know about your coaching techniques, but uh, your kiss blowing is spot on. <laughs> well, right. I'll, I'll I'll leave it for our friends to decide what they think of my coaching. Mm. You you don't enjoy it, but I, maybe they do. They enjoy watching me mm. coach you. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. Julie's saying she thought this trip was in honor of our anniversary. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Good. Yep. Well, then that's all you're getting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bye. Oh, uh, yeah. Bye-bye, everybody. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward to a fun week. We'll tell you all about it when we get back on Friday. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, may have a little surprise surprise show, uh, surprise podcast episode on Thursday. Uh, we'll see. We will see about that, and we will see you when we see you. So stay calm and uh, be rational. Don't let the a-holes control you. All right, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to go up later, and uh, you take care of each other. All right. <laughs>